Hi to the sippers and the dozens. I'm Amanda, host of the Sip List podcast and co-host of an Evening at the Movies podcast. Both Casey and myself, on behalf of our shows, would like to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the right to a legal and safe abortion. We believe everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This is a very traumatic and intimate decision that should only be between a pregnant person, their family, and their doctor. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and does pave the way for other landmark decisions to be overturned. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. You can learn more by visiting choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. There are also many other resources that we will list in the show notes to help you get more educated. You should also be aware of the voting regulations in your state. Also consider becoming a voting registrar to help register those to vote who may not have the ability to do so on their own. You can visit vote.org to get more information. We here at The Sip List and an evening at the movies encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> anyway, happy Friday. Welcome back to the sip list. This is the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things. Today is June 24th, 2022, but you might think it's June 24th, 1786 or something like that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we took a few steps back in time today and I'm not happy, but we'll, we're not here to talk about that, but we'll touch on it. Anyway, I'm Amanda, and I am joined by two of the Podmigos and Rubber Boy. Woo! Hi, everybody! Yay! <laughs> AKA Kevin, Gene, and Casey. But Casey's Hola, only here for a minute. <laughs> sí. Muy bien. Muy bien. Oh my gosh! Longer than a Muy minute. Bien. <laughs> can I go back to speaking Italian? I'm better at that. <laughs> I can barely speak English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. It's not the Rona. I promise. Uh, not that you guys care. We're not in the same room. Well, yeah. So what's up, everybody? Everybody have a okay week? Okay day? Yeah. Yeah. Long week. 
fun bike rides, outsides, fun time. Outsides. You're so cute. <laughs> but, but finally came to the Pacific North today. Please tell everybody how hot it got in the Pacific Northwest today. How hot was it? <laughs> it was so hot. No, just kidding. <laughs> also, the Pacific Northwest. It was for us. It was hot, but yeah, no. It, for you people in the South, it was like out at like seventy four today. Our heat index in Texas got up to one hundred and twelve. It's eight twenty p.m. and the heat index is one hundred and two degrees. So it's ninety eight here. <laughs> We are sweating 10 times more than hookers in church. <laughs> I was sweating in my bathroom, literally. Like I have exactly. the air on at 70 and like boob sweat. We already talked about it. I had sweat dripping, painting in the bathroom. It was only 90 last time I checked, but that's without heat index. Yeah. Well, it's 99 right now without heat index. So, you know, that's only three degrees, but still it's 8.20 p.m. Oh, but yeah, it could, it could be that we're feeling the heat a little more in Texas and Oklahoma because, you know, our government stripped away some of our constitutional rights today and we're, we're a little hot and salty about it. I'm just hot about it. (laughs) I'm I'm feeling the fire of uh, white Christian nationalism about to burn me up. Oh man, you guys. Okay. I'm very upset about the Roe v. Wade thing, obviously. And everybody should be because it's not it's not even really about abortion and it's not just about that but people are only focused on that part of it and don't understand like the higher implications of what it means so i would encourage everybody to read on it and get educated and you know check out reliable sources well, like you saw blank, what blank. thomas said right you have questions yeah about Go the ones he's already looking at next or... yeah i some some chick on um um uh this facebook group was just like well birth control is free and i was like first of all that's not true for everyone and second of all they're coming for that shit next i mean they're coming for birth control they're coming for gay marriage i wouldn't be surprised and people keep saying this won't happen because thomas is married to a white woman i still think they're coming for interracial marriage too because I think one of the goals of some of these people and Amy Coney Barrett basically said the quiet part out loud, we need more babies and they want more white babies. So I know people have given me some shit about saying that, but it's not, it's not really hard to read between the lines. Um, But the other thing is too, you know, that part of their reasoning is that abortion is not mentioned in the constitution. And at the time the 14th amendment was signed, abortion was already banned in like three fourths of the States. So I can't remember the exact verbiage they use, but if they're going to give, make something a constitutional right, it had to have been the socially accepted norm up to that time. So technically abortion wasn't, but you know what else couldn't happen at the time the 14th amendment was written? Uh, Women couldn't, own land and get their own credit cards and i i can't you know it's just like there's so many things that aren't specific there's a lot of things that aren't specifically said in the constitution but are guaranteed under the privacy clause of the 14th amendment that now they're trying to cherry pick and say well no it's really not and that's a slippery slope to go on is what i'm saying yeah it this is just it's very dangerous 
yeah what they just did today like it's it's so dangerous yeah. um i i just well, i mean it's like amanda said on facebook post over what happened last year you and know that could have gone a yeah. lot differently if that was this year mm-hmm. well and you know hopefully instead of all four of us be... being here we could be two pod migos and rubber boy yeah i mean And that's the thing. And I know it was a little bit of an extreme thing to say, but it's not far off because while my hope would be a DNC is going to be protected as a medically necessary procedure an ectopic pregnancy, many lawmakers have already said they're not going to use that as a reason for an abortion An ectopic pregnancy will kill you. Well, let me just read this to you because literally Katie just shared this. The treatment for an ectopic pregnancy is abortion. Yeah. The treatment for a septic uterus is abortion. The treatment for a miscarriage that your body won't release is abortion. Yes, a DNC is an abortion. Abortions, you die. Yeah, you die. <laughs> like, and how many people? Necessary. How many women that are having a natural miscarriage, like the one that I had, won't seek medical treatment because they don't want it on their medical record because they don't want to be a convicted felon. They don't want to be prosecuted for it. That's a hundred percent me. I didn't tell everybody this, but I had a little bit of what I thought was a scare a couple of weeks ago. And I think something else is going on. I have to get checked with my doctor, but I just thought, what if that's happening to me again? I'm not fucking going to the doctor. I don't want that on my medical record. And it's just, you know, luckily, I mean, your husband's had a vasectomy and and we're both pretty much to the age where we're going to, you know, I'm hoping I get at least another 10 years before I hit menopause. So that's still technically 10 years of childbearing age, but most likely we're not getting pregnant, but we have daughters. We have young daughters that are just going out into the world. And it's just like, if my daughter gets raped at gunpoint, the gun has more rights than she does in that situation. And it's just terrifying. Luckily for me, Katie is very smart. Yeah. (laughs) There of, um, the you know climate that we live in and she is in no hurry whatsoever her and Andy both like neither one of them are in any kind of hurry to have kids and raise kids in these times like it's just fucking awful yeah yeah like honestly I wouldn't this is a don't get mad at me and I don't blame anybody who does because so many people want children I would not have a child in today's climate not in America anyway Well, so my very best friend, she, um, doesn't have kids, you know, she's 46, 45, 45. And she, today she's like, as sad as I am that I don't have kids, I'm fucking glad I'm not raising kids in this country right now. (laughs) Like it's terrible with everything that goes on in this country. It's a terrible time to, to raise yeah, yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, right, guys, just moving yeah. on. Sorry. Okay, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> and and if you guys have anything to add, you're more than welcome. But I do appreciate you letting us talk because well, while this does affect everyone, it's obviously something that affects women more than men. But it does affect everyone, and people who don't believe that aren't paying attention. Well, if it comes to rowing a boat versus wading in the water, I'm gonna choose the rowing. But I'm also not a female, so I got no input on the topic. Other than I woke up to the downfall of an already failing country. Yeah. Well, 
and the fact that you respect you respect the fact that it's it's right. not your it's not your job to determine whether or not a female should or should not do something right and it's nobody's job i mean not i've said this before i am a pro-choice person because that's a that's a decision between a woman and her doctor and the partner if she has one And, and there are many reasons people get an abortion but i guarantee you i swear to god these men think that like there's a planned parenthood on every corner or women are going in with punch cards like, no, nobody wants to have an abortion. It's painful. It's emotionally painful, physically painful. It's stressful. And it's not even cheap. So these people have this, they've built up this idea in their head that women are using abortions as birth control. And it's not true. And it's just, but people, I mean, we know politics on both sides everywhere all the time use a lot of trigger words to instill fear in people. That's why you hear all the, you know, hardcore right Republicans, oh, people, so you're okay with somebody aborting a baby after it's born. Okay, that's not an abortion, first of all. (laughs) If the baby's born, it means they died. Second of all, nobody's getting an abortion at like seven, eight, nine months unless they absolutely have to. Nobody's choosing that. But people hear it enough that they believe it because they don't do their own research. And, And that is what's scary about our country is that people don't pay attention. They don't, you know, listen to stuff they just kind of you know they get the cliffs notes on everything and vote based on that or they vote based on a party line because that's what they've been especially a certain group of you know indoctrinated christian people that have been brought up a certain way they're told that's how they have to do it and so they don't think for themselves and that's true in other areas too but i was i grew up in a christian environment and i am a godly person i know that it's not my job to judge you on what you have done the bible clearly says that um and it's it's not mm, i gotta think about how to say this (laughs) i have a hard time with the very 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 strictly religious people who are celebrating this day, the women, especially, it makes me Mm. kind of sad. Um, And, you know, my mom is a very, very conservative religious person. And I have not spoken to her about this at all, but um, I don't, I don't think that even she is okay with this. I, I would like to think that she's not okay with it. Yeah. Um, because again, like for my personal choice, I've never been put in a position where I would have to decide right. to do that. Um, and you'd like to think you wouldn't decide to do I that. Would. Cause that's what I think too. Exactly. But again, it's situational. That's, that's your personal choice though. Yes. Right. And I also know that just because I don't feel like I would do that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not not judging you for what you've done. And as a Christian person, I'm going to go ahead and love you. If you do it, I've got, that's what Jesus said, relatives and friends and people that I know that have had abortions. And 
Everybody knows someone who's had one. I don't look at them any differently than I did before, knowing that they had that done. Like it just, it's hard for me as a Christian person, because like you said, it's the, the certain group of indoctrinated Christians that are very, very firm in their belief that it's murder's murder. It's murder period. It doesn't matter the situation. You're killing an innocent baby. And I just don't under, I can't wrap my mind around that because first of all, I mean, you can, people can cherry pick the Bible for almost anything they want to, but the Bible does not mention abortion. Like, you know, the Bible says life begins at first breath and different like Jewish people, you know, life begins at birth, different religions practice different belief systems. And that's fine. You go do your religion, you practice your own belief system, but you don't get to dictate how I live because of your moral belief. That's not how the law works. And the constitution was specifically written for that not to happen. And that's what I just can't like. What happened to separation of church and state? Exactly. And that's what I can't wrap my head around is how like, so I can't remember if I sent you guys this. It was a few, maybe a month or a couple months ago. Um, it was this video, it went viral on TikTok and whatever of this uh, youth group that was going on a mission trip. And a bunch of them got up standing in the aisles on the plane singing Christian songs and music with like a guitar and everybody standing up and singing. And I was just like, if that had been a Muslim family and they started a prayer circle in the aisles, People would have been yelling at them and calling them names and asking for somebody to remove them from the plane. And just, you're so comfortable practicing your religion because you think it's the only one, but you don't realize that America is about everybody practicing their religion. Like if you're going to accept one, you have to accept the other. And, and also, if, if you think everybody gets an abortion, oh, sorry, what? Don't be cast in stones. Yeah, the Bible exactly. says <laughs> judgment is not yours. It's God. Exactly. Like that's what kills me about all of it is like they're gonna quote it and quote it and yeah. quote it and quote it and quote it, and conveniently enough, they're gonna forget that part. I mean, and if you think everybody that gets an abortion is going to hell, why do you care? You're not gonna see them in heaven, and God will take care of them. Why do you give a fuck? Why do you care? It's not your place to care. Sorry, that went yeah. on longer than. Sorry, guys. Yes, <laughs> I did. I apologize because I did. I did like. No, I mean, this is an important topic, and I would, I would definitely be willing to address it again in a separate episode. But I know everybody didn't come here to hear this, but me being the person I am, I can't sit by quietly and let this shit happen. No, this is big news. Just, you need to go about it. Well, and can I say one thing before we go? Of course. Before we move on, I, I fully. And I will say this clearly and with 100% certainty. You guys remember when we had the freaking Johnny Depp issue on an evening at the movies a month ago. And I was freaking on the freaking ledge over that freaking bullshit. I will say this with 100% certainty right now. If you listen to this show and also listen to an evening at the movies, I do not care. I fully support my pod goes. And their right to choose whether they want to have one or not. That is their decision as women. And we do not have the right to tell them yes or no, you cannot do that. Point blank. If 
me saying that pisses you off and you feel like you cannot listen to my show, you know what? Fine. Bye, Felicia. We don't want you. <laughs> no. if, if you're celebrating this decision right now, please unlike, unfollow, unsubscribe, get the fuck out of my life because I don't want you to be a part of it. If you're celebrating yeah. right now, you are the problem. Bye. <laughs> yep. At and I know that sounds mean and blank. harsh, an but I'm at the movies off. is. An evening at the movies is not making enough money that a handful <laughs> of people that don't agree with me leaving is going to affect my damn bank account. So, you know what? I try to love everybody Fine. like Gene does, but some days are way hard, <laughs> like today. Gene does love everybody, even though they hate the thunder. I don't like most people, to be honest, just because Thank you. of yeah. shit like this. Like, well... You try to show people a little more grace than I don't like people as a whole. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. Absolutely. Um, it's the hypocrites for me. Live your life, but don't be a hypocrite. And and again, you like know. especially being a person of faith, you know, I am honestly not as much that way as I used to be. And it's for a lot of reasons. And it it bothers me. And that's the thing I'm working through on my own. But you are seeing people leave the church in droves and it's because of that certain group of people. You know what? We have one in our family that is just like completely psychotic and trying to rule the world based off their God and their Bible. And to me, it's so arrogant to think that your religion and especially your brand of religion, like, Oh, I'm a Baptist. Oh, I'm a Catholic. Oh, I'm this and that that your particular brand is the only one and you're going to heaven and everybody else is going to hell. To me, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. So yeah, those people make me insane. <laughs> this episode contains major spoilers to Stranger Things season four. So much so that there must be this double spoiler warning. Listeners who are not caught up, beware. Those who are, sit back and enjoy this episode. Anyway, we are here to actually discuss a topic. Thank you guys for listening and especially for letting me and Jean go on. We appreciate you. Um, we are here to talk about Stranger Things, actually. In honor of the final part of season four dropping on July 1st, we are counting down our top five favorite Stranger Things characters. I am excited. But before we get to that, Jean, what are you sipping on? Uh, water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin? Coffee. Woo. Coffee at 8.30. p.m. Call. 8.39. Uh, Casey, water, Gatorade, Pepsi, Crystal Light? Water. Okay. Only well, because I have to go to the store after I get off of here, so gotcha. I have to drive, so I won't sip and drive. We Crystal here on Sip List yes. do not condone sipping and driving. No, we do not. Um, Yeah, George and Abby went to Costco at like 7, and he was like, it was a shit show. I was like... Why is Costco so busy at 7 p.m. on a Friday? And it's not even like the 15th of the month. Who knows? It's Everyone's Costco. mourning. Everyone's mourning the country. <laughs> Every, George brought me home like six bottles of wine. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I 
I wasn't going to drink today because my sinuses have been bothering me. I was actually going to drink sparkling water, but then this shit happened. So now I'm having some uh, rosé Prosecco. So there you go. Good old Kirkland. Kirkland has some good shit, y'all. They do. And it's $6.99 for a bottle of rosé Prosecco. And even their regular Prosecco is $6.99. Like that's how much Andre costs. So you know what? I'll take it. It's good. Yeah. Thanks, Kirkland. Kirkland's brand stuff. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready to do some sip lips? Yes. Kevin's okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. So um I obviously I the website I use has nothing for stranger things because it's kind of old and I couldn't really find anything. But this one is called My Second Evil Plan to Take Over the World. What about the first one? It was way too long. It was like Nightmare on My Street long. <laughs> um, oh, fuck that. Yeah. And this one is actually semi-long. That's what she said. But not as long as the other one. It's definitely what she said. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess we will go in order of Jean, Casey, Kevin, and me. Does that sound good? Sure. That should work with the system. Okay. I'm also going to text my lovely daughter, Abby. And see if she's going to hop on this meeting. She's probably going to say no. All right. Because I'm going to fill in the first one. Play sip libs too. I know. Certifiably fuckable is the first one. All right. Verb, Jean. Um, let's see. Why is my brain like? I'm trying to think of something. We're taking over the world you want me to choose random word and my brain is just like back off uh okay verb let's just go with rub <laughs> nice <laughs> it's not any kind of <laughs> takeover but we're gonna <laughs> you never know that's the best kind of takeover <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> casey a noun um noun Oh, I really don't want to go there because of today, but. Um, Dude, say what you're going to say. We are cock- not going to be offended. <laughs> no, no. Cock ring. Okay. On my whorehouse. On my whorehouse. Uh, Kevin, an adjective. Oh, has to... Greedily? I don't know words. Greedy. Uh, greedy, greedy would be. Greedy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Greedy I, don't, would be I don't know how to, I don't know how to word it with the, <laughs> I, I haven't taken an English class in like 20 decades or whatever. I don't know. It's okay. I'm the resident grammar Nazi. I'll help you out. <laughs> okay. Plural noun for me. I am going to say demo dogs. Gene, a noun. Let's go with. uh bike <laughs> <laughs> stranger things and all i'm seeing is i know bikes down the street. uh casey an event plural are you there yeah i am I'm like, I'm okay thinking. sorry i can't see you because i've got the screen pulled up so i was just making sure 
Um, event, plural. Yeah, like weddings. Or apocalypses. Yeah. Apocalypses. <laughs> Shit shows. <laughs> I think we'll go with Amanda's and go with shit shows. Yeah, it's okay. a good one. <laughs> uh, Kevin, a verb. Fillate. <sighs> okay. I like that one. A uh, plural noun for me. How about ah, curiosity doors? Adjective, Jean. What is curiosity doors? Stranger <laughs> things. What? Right, well, I'll, we'll get. <coughs> oh, so sorry. It's when uh, Dustin, when he's talking to the science teacher and they're talking about this is the curiosity door and we want to open it. Why are you keeping the curiosity door locked? Oh, it's been a while since I've seen the earlier <laughs> oh, seasons. What? Sorry. Okay. Now, you know, get a yeah. little too early in the show. I'm, I'm just watched season four. You're talking like 10 seasons ago. I'm sorry. That's one of my favorite Dustin quotes. Why are you keeping the curiosity door locked? That's great. What was my adjective? Story? Adjective. Let's go with large. Oh, Kevin, plural noun. Oh, wait, Casey, plural yeah. noun. Sorry. <sighs> Roast beef curtains. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, Kevin, an animal, plural. Frisky dingoes. Ooh, a dingo ate my baby. Okay, a noun for me. How do I keep getting nouns? Um... I'm going to say Scoops Ahoy. Yeah. I know it's a place, but that's a noun. Yeah, it's a proper okay. noun. I am so sorry, you guys. Okay, type of vehicle. Um, type of vehicle. A you already got, I was going to say you already got it with your early one. <laughs> no, that's not right. Let's go with um, Spaceship. Adjective, Casey? Hung. What? Hung. 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 Okay. Hung. Adjective, Kevin? Dumb. Okay. I have a verb. I'm going to say fuck. Gene, plural noun. Noun. Let's go with. Hmm. <laughs> that's a, a a noun unfortunately i know <laughs> that's the one ten, that's the one the one that you <laughs> oh yeah fuckers okay yeah it can be fuckers. a noun all you fuckers, gotta do is work fuckers, with that word fuckers. have you not seen the history of the f word like before yes, youtube existed <laughs> that's a good one oh, uh classic. casey a company oh i really wish i would have gotten that one <laughs> Me too. I would have said Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I would have said Family Video. <laughs> oh yeah, no Blockbuster. Okay, sorry, that's but yeah, Steve. Steve, that's right. 
Go ahead and go with jeans. Uh, family video. Jeans is better. Jeans is better. Love me some family video. Yeah. Uh, verb, Kevin. We're almost done. Egg, like when you egg a house. Egg. Oh, okay. A noun for me, I'm going to say mind flare. Gene, a verb? Scout. <laughs> Scout. Well, but that's not in, you didn't say ending in no. ED though, huh? No, Scout's fine. I just, if I could, I didn't hear you, so I to make sure I got it right. Yeah, let's go with Scout. Okay. All right, plural noun, Casey. <coughs> Cold Carls. Yeah. And last one, a noun. Make it good, Kevin. Close us out. Uh, the pressure mounts. Say what, what now? The pressure mounts. Oh. oh. <laughs> You cut out. I heard sure mounts. I was like, I know. what? I was like, but per person. Is that a new word? <laughs> um, ah, shit. Uh, Trademark 2022. Fun. How about just uh, the big old dick? Big old dick. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Let's see. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> okay. So. Let's see. Hold on. Reddit guy's gonna lose his shit. <laughs> had to get a. Had to get ever. What? The Reddit guy's gonna lose his shit. Oh yeah, he can go fuck himself. What are we covering today? He, he's probably a pro birther. All right. So my second evil plan to take over the world. I am Doctor Certifiably Fuckable. I am destined to rub the cock ring. <laughs> Unfortunately, the cock ring is full of a bunch of greedy demo dogs that do not agree. Oh, no. I am sad to say that the bike buster did not trigger the huge shit shows as I planned for it to do. <laughs> what? Instead, all it did was fillet some curiosity doors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is my new large plan to take over the cock ring. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Using my unlimited source of roast beef curtains <laughs> that I inherited from my frisky dingoes, I will build the largest scoops ahoy in the cock ring. <laughs> I, I will then send it up into space aboard a spaceship. Good one, Gene. Oh, nice. <laughs> it will be fully hung and operable from a dumb control with it i will threaten to fuck all the fuckers owned by family video <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs> i can do this I will threaten to fuck all the fuckers owned by family video unless the cock ring bows before me. If they do not egg me, I will turn my scoops ahoy upon the Mind Flayer Islands and fuck the entire thing. 
Then they will scout in their cold carls, and I will be the most powerful big old dick in the cock ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. That was a good one. Yeah, really well. That was some good stuff. What was with the spaceship going to space? Like, you picked the exact right thing. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, fuck all the fuckers. Yes. Fuck all the fuckers. Oh, man, that was a good one. Okay. (laughs) We have to come back to that. Awesome. Uh, All right. Fuckers, like, owned by Family Video or whatever. Poor family video. They're just trying to make a living. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and tip out the door and I will let you guys take over. So, so have a good show, guys. And I will talk to you guys on the other side. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. You mean the upside down? The upside down. <laughs> oh, that should have been one we used in the sip. Yeah. Oh. Look at that kitty cat. <laughs> That's just the side of a kitty cat. Have fun at this. Thanks, KCB. You're welcome. I will talk to you guys later. Be good. Bye. Okay. Bye bye then. Bye. Later. All right. So we do have a list. Jean's yawning, so we better get on it. <laughs> I slept for like 17 hours. I'm good. I'm just kidding. I got a good amount Top of sleep five. last night, too. Oh, good. <gasps> Kevin's wearing his Podmigo shirt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. I wanted to put it on earlier, but forgot. Literally just saw it at the same time. <laughs> I am wearing my girls just want to have fundamental human rights shirt. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Just I felt like some green today, you know. Yeah, color. Yep. It's good color. <laughs> All right. So we've kind of talked and I think that we're going to have a decent amount of overlap, but uh, Jen, how much, or how much, Jesus, how many do you think we're going to have in common? Uh, I'm going to go with two. With both of us? Yeah. Okay. Kevin? I'm going to go with three. Uh, like, it's, the, the, make, the great characters are so great. Like, I feel I like know. it might be three, like, with both. Maybe it's not synced up with the same, but three with both. Okay. There's also so many characters that it's hard. I know. There's so many good characters. Um, And I think we might choose different people for different reasons, um, which I'll get to. But I'm going to say two. I I know one for sure. Um, I'm going to comfortably say two. We took the one off, right? Which one? Like, we're not counting the one. Yeah, the default number one. Oh, okay. I didn't know that because that was my number one. Oh, I said that in the chat. That's the obvious number one. Okay, I missed that. We're Uh, all going to have that as number one. That's number one, Mr. Mr. Batman. All right, well, then I will adjust my list and add my honorable mention, one of my honorable mentions while you guys go before me. So just so everybody knows, Steve Harrington, hands down, best character. Absolutely. Best character arc. He's adorable. And I love, he's like, I don't make a very good boyfriend, but it turns out I'm a pretty damn good babysitter. Like, <laughs> if you didn't fall for Steve, like, come on. Um, oh, okay. All right. Well, now I have to, I'm glad you guys said that now, because I didn't know that's what we were doing. 
I said okay. that in the chat beforehand. It's like I, it's obvious. Yeah, number one, it. I'm sorry. Okay. Earlier in the week. <laughs> okay, I missed that. Um, I've been doing a lot of work drama this week. I know. Okay, I will adjust my list because you guys have to go before me. So, um, Kevin, why don't you go first? What's your number five? Okay, I'm going to start with my number one, and it's Jason Carver. Great guy. I want him to be my friend. The jock in season four. Oh, yes. fuck that guy. <laughs> he can eat an entire bag of dicks. I hate that guy. <laughs> oh, he's a swell guy. I just want him to be my pal. Have fun with that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to get the show's uh, pretty much namesake right off the bat with number five. And it's zero one one L Jane. Eleven. So why she your number five? Because we couldn't have the show without her, and Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. just does such a phenomenal job portraying her. And like the, the show wouldn't exist if it wasn't without her. She's like true, and she's had such a great story arc with going from like. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt bunker girl pretty much status with nothing <laughs> to go into like breaking into society, get gathering friends, and just her overall arc through it all is just very satisfying to watch. Yeah, I agree. I love her experience at the mall. Like she's I, never been in a mall. She doesn't know, and of course it's all their first like experience with a mall in their town, but she's just so like I just love her in that those scenes where she's like shopping and Max is having her try on clothes and and she's like how do I know what I like or how do I know what's my style and it's like shit you don't think about stuff like that when you just have a style you know Mm -hmm. she was just having so much fun being a girl yeah and it's like you know I love her and Mike and whatever but when Max is like you know there's there's more to life than stupid boys Mm -hmm. and she's like oh yeah okay (laughs) I dump your ass. She's so cute. <laughs> I will say this season, her story has been really hard mm-hmm. and, and it's a good story. Um, the whole roller skate thing. I screamed so loud. I was like, holy fuck. I was rooting for her to do it. Oh, I, was. <laughs> I was like, go, yeah. go, go, go. I know exactly what's happening. You ain't got your powers. You go, girl. You go, you go. <laughs> Kunk. Um, clubber with the skate, it's cool, yes. <laughs> Turtle it, totally it called for, completely called my for. My thing was, um, sorry, I and I said this to George at the beginning was like, how did they expect her to just assimilate to a school environment? She's yeah. never been in public school, she's never been around kids, and up until recently, just those kids, how did they expect her to thrive? And I mean, I know in 1986, there probably weren't a lot of options as far as homeschooling or whatever, but she doesn't even really know right from wrong in a I mean she does but not in like a legal sense or like you know she's very reactive because especially of her trauma and her history so it's kind of expected but yeah that chick got what she was coming what oh my god I can't talk what was coming coming to her her. (laughs) Angela yes <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, she could have killed her. She like, could. I thought. Was, I thought it was going to be worse than it was for a second there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Glad All I. Right. So I, I was gonna put eleven at my number five, but since we just talked about her, because she was on my honorable mention, um, I'm gonna move somebody else into number five. So eleven's not officially on my list. What about you, Jen? Nope, I don't have her on my list. I. 
because I thought that was an obvious choice. Obviously, she's right. That's kind of why I put her on the list. I could yeah. easily pick somebody else to put on the list, but I thought just in case yeah. neither of you put her on the list, we had to talk about That's the namesake right. of the show. Agreed. That was Agreed. super smart of you to do. Um, so my list actually is kind of geared more towards my kind of people. <laughs> And I knew that. That's why I think you and I are going to have two in common aside from Steve, because they remind me of you. So I'm I pretty much here. I pretty much ranked mine in order of when they're on the screen. I'm just like, yes, give me more. I love this. Yeah. Give me more. Like- My choices were more emotional. Mm. Well, that's so- mixed in with mine because like the emotion well, yeah. of just wanting. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Like All right. That. What's your number five, Jean? Okay, so my number five is um, Murray. Ah, yes. yes. I fucking love Murray. He had my number four for him. (laughs) Oh, he's so snarky and just matter of fact. And like, he's going to call you out if you're being stupid. Mm -hmm. That scene with the rope had me (laughs) laughing so hard. Yeah, I love, I love Murray. He's just, he's funny but he's also like endearing because he doesn't know these people right now and he's risking everything to go on these adventures (laughs) yeah and i just he's so great and him as yuri him as yuri was the best yes i love (laughs) when he was being yuri he did that so perfectly um, and yes. that actor is just, he's just a great, he's fantastic. And yes. everything he's in. Yeah. I love him a- in the, sh- I love him in the show, uh, inside, uh, inside job. It's like a conspiracy show on Netflix and he plays like a mushroom. That, he to. plays a mushroom in it. Pretty much <laughs> yeah. anything adult animated on Netflix. I've seen it. It's all great. Okay. Well, I was going to make him my number five <laughs> after 11. So now I'm like, I got to pick another one. Yeah. Well, I- He's a good number five, yeah. and he could totally be your number five too. That would all be- right. Well, we'll just make him my number five. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna throw somebody else in there, but we'll agree that we all had him in common because he was like my. Um, yeah, I love him, and especially like you know, growing up in the '80s, there were people like him, like you know, leftover Cold War people that were just like, oh, the whole world's out to get us. And especially the the techie people who were, who knew about the upcoming technology, like Murray's a real dude. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and I love when he has Jonathan and Nancy, he's like, sorry, you guys going to do it already or what? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, that was great. Um, but he is really good in this season. I love that he is, you know, besties with Joyce and and going with her and doing all this stuff. Cause yeah, you're right. He didn't have to do that. He's like Joyce's brother at this point. Like, yeah, their yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling he would be on your list because of the snarkiness. Yeah. So, all right. Well, in that case, um, just to throw in another character that was on my honorable mentions. Um, and I, I'm wondering if you're going to have this in your top five, Jen, as well. Did you pick all snarky characters? <laughs> I guarantee um, you we have another one in common then. I went with, <laughs> I just went with like my kind of people. I feel like we might have okay. number one tied. 
who are very similar to like my personality and my sense of humor and just yeah so erica sinclair then yeah so she's my number one she's actually my number one same exactly she's my number one too I fucking love her. Love her so much. Stop jumping into the future. We're not at this number yet. I know. But okay, well, you know what? We'll wait. We'll wait to talk about her. Yeah, let's let's hold y'all's number one. Okay, Um, so she's your number five. She's our number one. We can yeah, oh, oh you just said that as yeah. your number? I thought that just led to the... I, okay, if she's number no, five. No, I was going to make her my number five because she oh, was I didn't other, hear that like, part. really high honorable mention. I um, thought it was just coming from the snarky conversation as to where that came from. Well, yes. I mean, I knew that Jen would have her based on her... Jen's qualifications of who made her list, Erica has to be on there. So. I was getting that too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about her when we get to y'all's number one then. Um, so, Kevin, what's your number four? Uh, well, now number four was Murray, so we already did my number four. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Jen? Um, my number four is uh, Billy, actually. Yes. Wow. Yeah. For, yeah. Even though you hated him an entire season and only, you only got to like him for like half of one episode. Is this it's like just a Darth Vader it? thing where he no. redeems himself in the last second so you have to like him? <laughs> no. <laughs> or is he, it the sexy lifeguard? I, I just... <laughs> He just is that typical 80s older brother, right? Like he isn't like that much older, but he seems like he's that much older Yeah, because he's just this badass who doesn't give a shit and he drives the cool car and he smokes and he's, you know, hitting on mrs wheeler that's the best <laughs> that is the best mrs wheeler and he just he does obviously redeem himself but um yeah and and really it was more for season two that i added him mm-hmm. um, because even when he was trapped he was still himself you know what i mean mm-hmm even when he wasn't himself, he was himself. I don't know. I couldn't get over how mean he was to Max. That was the only reason. Everything else he said, like I agree with, but he was like scary mean to Max and I didn't like that. Yeah, sometimes he was. Um, but again, it was more this season two that that kind of had me ha- add him to my list. Um, the sexy lifeguard. Dear Barry. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I did not think he was sexy at all because of his facial hair and yeah. his, his choices were not. In real life, he's super hot when he's clean cut and he's got that oh, Australian sure. accent. Oh god. Yeah, I'm sure he's a good looking dude, but <laughs> yeah, just you know. To me, Billy for me. To me, Billy felt like a, a perfect like Stephen King teenage villain getting ripped out of the book and thrown into a series. And that's why I really appreciate him. And I'm glad he got mentioned. Yeah, yeah yeah he's he really was a good a good character and he added I feel like he added another layer mm-hmm. I said season two and I meant season three we all knew what I was saying oh yeah um, oh yeah that's right but off we, a season but I I, yeah. I, I I didn't feel like I caught that but I'm like saying anything I'm like I know what you meant yeah I just realized that I said two instead of three but we all knew what I meant 
Yeah, he just added another layer of complexity to an already complex show in cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think he was a he was a good different dynamic. I feel like he was an important dynamic because of like like I said with the Stephen King lore, like it's important to have mm-hmm. a person that you hate like in the main cast that's like a he's an antagonist. Yeah, exactly. That isn't the mind slayer or the demogorgon. Yeah, and, the, and then they gave it. Yeah, and then they gave us nice redemption for him at the end when he got thrown away. So like, yeah. we don't get to just just only hate the guy. Yeah, and and I thought that Max's reaction to his demise was, which you know, the, spoiler alert, we're gonna get to Max, but um, I just you. you know her. I like that they had such a volatile relationship, and like the end of season two, she basically tells him, you know, fuck off or I'll kill you. Like she comes into her own, but then two, as much drama as they had between each other, she still saw him as a brother and definitely mm-hmm. mourned for him. And she really came into her own this season with all that. And, yeah. and it was, yeah, I cried lots of tears. So I'm with you. Yeah. He was we a- all were crying during that scene. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I needed like a Xanax after that. I was like, we have to take a break. <laughs> oh. I, <gotta> <laughs> I had goosebumps the whole time. <sighs> Yeah. Well, George and I really thought that they were going to kill her. We really thought. Max oh, that's was the point. Die. That's why it was such I a know. powerful scene. Like we yeah. all thought it was going to happen, but then it's just the way it all broke down, and the hope, and the optimism, and the running, and the song. <laughs> God. Let's yeah. see. Like she needs to win an award for the acting and all that, and they need to win an award for production and throwing it all together. That entire scene just needs. Yeah. Maybe she get an Emmy. Really good. All right. Well, my number four, then um, I'm having to remember because I'm adjusting my list down. My number four is Robin. I love Robin. I think that she is. So first of all, does she not look exactly like her mother, but with her dad's hair? Like her mom. It's her mom and <laughs> Uma dad. Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't know who humans are. Oh, <laughs> well, she looks just like Uma Thurman, but with dark hair. Like I've seen a few still pictures of them side by side and it's like, wow. Okay. Throw um, her aside. I'm going to go watch a movie with her dad in it by it's so time starts I, in a half an hour. I'm going right now. Black, the black, phone. the black phone. I can't <laughs> yep, wait to bye see bye. it. It's, it's playing right now and I want to go see it so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I well, no, see. no, I, I think I might be going on Sunday because I like to go with friends and I think I have a friend that should be, be available Sunday. So that's when I'm going to see it. Yeah. I've been waiting to see that for a while, but, oh, um, yes. So I love Robin, you know, when but they first introduce her, you think she's just like this kind of side character. She's not going to contribute much. You think she's just this scoops ahoy employee, but then, you know, her and Steve become really good friends. And then spoiler alert, she speaks Russian and helps Steven and Dustin like, <laughs> yep. save everybody. Um, and of course, I think introducing a lesbian character into an 80s show is always amazing. Oh, like, the friendship between her and Steve is just inspiring. <laughs> I saw this meme that was like, I really need a spinoff show of just Robin and Steve yes. where they go work somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because their friendship is great. Job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every season they get a new job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's very sassy, but she's very smart. Um, and ADHD. I see this, yeah. Good representation of ADHD. Developing between her and Nancy, which I like now that Nancy knows that she isn't after steve right. it's so cute how you can tell nancy's so jealous like she's like hold on 
Um, and I just love her, like, hey, Dingus, your children are here again. <laughs> um, and I can't believe I'm going to die next to Steve the Hare Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> and that part where they watch Back to the Future, and she's like, I wasn't fully paying attention, but I'm pretty sure that chick was trying to bang her son. <laughs> Anybody else have Robin? She nope. was on my list, obviously, but um, not in my top five. But she, again, with the snark, I love That's why I thought you would have her in your top five, because she's so snarky. Yeah, she's just, she's perfect. I love her. Yeah. And her, like, friendship with Nancy and everything, too, this season. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so fun to watch all that. Like, the partnership when they're all dressed up and she was all tight and <laughs> yes. everything. Yes. Like, that was so good. I am the opposite of comfortable right now. Yeah. Oh, and and I think Nancy needs a friend like her. Nancy yeah. needs someone like that to challenge her and, and show her that not everything has to be a certain way. Well, and Nancy doesn't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, justice for Barb. <laughs> oh, no. That was it. Barb. Yeah. Barb was her friend and she died. So. <laughs> All right. So number three. Kevin or who, what order are we going in? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Number three. Number three, uh, Hellboy. Hopper. Oh. <laughs> Hellboy. He played Hellboy. I never saw the movie because oh, I'm, a Ron, okay. I'm a Ron Perlman. I Hell- was going to say, I didn't. Uh, Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Yeah. Ron Perlman <laughs> and Guillermo del Toro is my Hellboy. I. I, I love the actor that plays Hopper, but I still haven't seen that movie and I don't know if I want to. David Harbour. Yeah. Um, do you know that he's in uh, the new Beetlejuice? No, but with, nice. Yeah, with Winona and Johnny. Nice. Johnny's in it. I don't know why yet, but we'll see. Oh, Hopper. Hopper. You though, yeah. And we all knew he didn't die. Well, like, duh. We all knew you didn't have us as soon as they're like the American, it's like, well, they yeah. said the American and they're in Russia. What American is missing? Like, you think it's right. going to like the only other person it could have been that we also survived that we knew was going to survive because we never saw the body was uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Yeah, Papa. Papa. Oh, yeah. Dr. Brenner, that yeah. fucking guy. Um, I don't know that necessarily we were supposed to think Hopper died as much as Joyce and Murray and everybody yeah. else That's the was plot supposed point. to think you died. Yeah, that so, is the plot point. Because I think they gave enough away for us to because I think a lot of people would have lost their shit. Because I know I was. I was like, they kill Hopper. I ain't watching this show anymore. Um, oh yeah. But another part is my number one. Yeah, another reason like is because of his like fathership to Elle and everything. Yes. Just like it's yes. so humble watching that those cabin scenes and everything. Yeah. And just the love I that you three inches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And the the love you see for L like that like two of mine my number three and my number two are kind of like relationships between two characters and so number mm-hmm. three is Hopper and L yeah like for the most part like well Hopper too because he's he's Hopper he's he's great ever since the first scene he's in where he's like say, saying don't talk to me until I get my coffee <laughs> mornings are for coffee and contemplation <laughs> yes I forgot the words because it's been years since I've seen it but it's I so know. great <laughs> um. I picked Hopper as as a parent like myself. Like if I wasn't a parent, I probably wouldn't have made Hopper my number one. But as a mother, 
seeing Hopper and like all the trauma he's gone through, you know, losing a child to cancer and how it broke up his marriage. Like this guy has just been through the shit. Oh my and God. You can see it. Like he's, you what know, we learned this season. And, yeah. Oh my God. That hit so hard. Yeah. Um, and you know, he, he loves Joyce and obviously can't, you know, explain it well. And then he takes in 11. He didn't have to do that. He had no reason to do that. And, you know, he's hiding her. And that scene when Mike realizes that she's alive and he starts like beating on Hopper and crying. Like, I think that's Finn's best performance, but Hopper too. Like, that's a good performance. That scene is just like, kid, I know you hate me. I know you're mad at me, but Mm -hmm. I have to protect her. And yeah. Yeah. It hit hard. Hopper is like my, besides Steve, he holds my entire heart just for what a great character he is yeah and what a great guy solid dude yeah did you have hopper no he's not on my list i mean long list obviously but yeah no he's not snarky enough for jen's yeah i don't know he's pretty snarky he is pretty snarky he can be but yeah no yeah he he did not make uh my top five all right well what's your number three then my number three is Max. Mine too. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Cause how can you not like yeah. love her character? You know, when she, when she was introduced in season two, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, mm, how's this going to mm-hmm. work out? But she just like slid right in and. I love that she doesn't take shit from anybody. Yes. That's my favorite. Like she didn't take shit from Billy. She took it for a little bit, but then she's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, So she, I just, I love her. And then again, in this season with her struggles um, with his death and, and. Oh God. Yeah. And then when she realized, I think she realized about the same time that we realized that she was going to be next. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that was done so well. We it all was, yeah, perfect. That, like conclusion together. And she was like, oh, shit. And we were like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. And I just, I love her so much. Me too. Sadie Sink definitely deserves like an Emmy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she rolled into town with being this badass, like doesn't care if anybody likes her. She's new in a new school. She, like you said, not taking shit from anybody. And I think in the eighties, she's the girl that a lot of us would want to be if we weren't raised to be nice and polite, polite and kind and you know boys are you're supposed to make them happy and just you know she's got like like when they're all you know fawning over her and she's like i didn't realize it was such a uh, a privilege to go trick-or-treating with you guys or whatever <laughs> or i didn't realize it was such an honor to go trick-or-treating with you guys like she's just like not having shit and yeah and her and lucas were really cute yeah. you know when they got together and i just i like their I like the way the relationships play out in this season because you see Lucas moving on to become the popular kid on the basketball team. And, and that's real life. Like you think you're going to be friends forever with the same people. And sometimes you just go different ways and 
you I know didn't, you i didn't like lucas what he was saying like i'm trying to be cool you guys need to be cool too let's be cool yeah. i'm like shut up yeah, but kevin no. that that's real life for a lot of people like i know it's, it, it's easy to say but no i, I was I'm not gonna trust lie, me i was, I was one of those kind of i was people. bullied like, i was bullied in school so yeah. like i saw the clicks that's why i like that's why i'm like no i don't like that I mean, I didn't abandon friendships ever. Like, I wasn't like, oh, you're not cool enough to be my friend. But I definitely, you know, as like my senior year, I would say I I belonged to other groups too because of activities that I did. And it wasn't, it wasn't a conscious decision to not be friends with people. Like, I still was, but it was also like, you know, well, I want to yeah. have these experiences and be whatever. And Lucas is just like, I want to be on the basketball team. And yes, he wants to be cool, but he's like 14, 15. Yeah. Every kid that age wants to be cool. Oh, I had nothing at all. I have nothing against we realize cool. now it was bullshit, the men- <laughs> it was the mentality of come be cool with me. Do you guys just right. want to be losers and everything? It's yeah. just like causing the clicks and everything. It's just like yeah. that was what I didn't like about him when he was yeah. going on about that. But I think it's real and I appreciate it. Oh, it was they, real. I'm not saying it wasn't that. real. It yeah. was, I'm just no, saying I don't like it either. But it was making me not like Lucas in that moment, is what I was yeah. saying. It was completely real. He was unlikable, but also relatable. And yeah. so I liked that. And then I'm, you know, how he was there for Max and all that. I just, yeah. Oh, no, he turned around at the end. Yeah, like he, yeah. he was great at the end. And like, I'm glad he did because I was really just the beginning of the season. I was like, out. Oh, I know. The whole like first half of the season, I'm like, Lucas, no, 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 please turn yeah. around. And then he, then he did his turn. And I'm like, thank you, Lucas. Come back to us. Yes. Yeah. But life is complicated. And that's, you know, we can look at people, especially now as adults, and be like, yeah, that's stupid and that's bullshit. But, you can also empathize with being that age and just, I mean, I moved around a lot as a younger child because my dad was in the military. And so, yeah, I, I totally remember that feeling of wanting to be cool and it, you know, it's hard, but it's real life. So See, I, I liked that they did that related. I can relate to Max because yeah. I just didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. I was friends with whoever was nice to me the first day of school and then got in their group and whatever that group was awesome. Yeah. I really learned very quickly to adapt to whatever my environment was and just be friends with whoever. Yeah. Well, I was uh, much not liked and like even like one of the one friends I had didn't want it to be known that they were friends with me because they didn't want to be associated with me. That was kind of that status for me. I don't like clicks at all. Yeah. And that's a good life skill, like Jen, for you to have like that you learned that young enough, like that's an amazing life skill that, you know, I wish I would have had at that age, but I didn't. And, you know, I, I think Casey and I talked about this once how, you know, we all like to think we're good people, but pretty much everybody is the villain in somebody's story. Mm-hmm. And I can say for sure, I can think of one person in school who, because I thought I needed to be cooler than her. She wasn't a close friend, but it was still somebody I know I wasn't very nice to. Um, and, and I look back on that and I cringe and I'm like, God, why did I act like that? But oh, at the don't, time, you don't just worry think, about that. I don't hold anything against anybody that bullied me my entire life. Like that was when they were immature kids. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like I hold nothing against any of the people who treated me wrong in those early school years. So So when you figure that stuff out, then you're like, if you did it to people like, well, I still, I still still feel bad. (laughs) Well, like I've done shitty things to people too. We're all just human. 
like that's part of being yeah. human is doing shitty things to people even when you don't mean to and the social hierarchy in middle school and high school is ridiculous it's a little bit better a little bit better now i, I was also in a really small school that. district so that just yeah. like solidify like it compacts everything and it makes it yeah. worse. there's less I, choices i feel like it's it's a little bit better now at least for you know the experience with my kids but they're also very much like me where i mean you know being cool is not at the top of their list right. of things to do and you know like the friendships carter's longest childhood best friend you know they were always doing everything together and then they hit high school carter's yeah. still the athletic kid and Tyler was in the band you know they're still friends they but you go different directions yeah they don't hang out and do things together and that's totally okay I had that happen with one of my friends too I had that happen with one of my friends too like we uh like I was friends with him before I switched school districts and then when I switched school districts to the school district he was going and like he was in a completely different group of friends than I was and like we didn't not like each other we just like weren't hang out friends anymore right. yeah. yeah so I'm glad that that Lucas did come back around same at the end of the season or you know towards the end and I'm glad that he was there for Max because yes, yes, we would have lost. We would have lost our number three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we would have been devastated. Yes. All right, so we are down to number two. Is that right? Or did yeah. Ke- okay? Sorry, I'm Kevin's I'm number two. Kevin's number two. What you got? Mine's like I said, it was another twofer, and it is the uh, Dustin Steve bro ship. Dustin is my number two. Dustin's my number two. I was gonna say if you guys didn't, if you didn't accept the Steve Dustin Steve broship, it's Dustin. Yeah. No, I accept it fully because yeah, it's the best. Of course. Anytime those two are on screen together, it's like yes, give me more, give me more of it's this magic. banter. The rapport between yes. those two was just like you said, magic. Yeah, well, Steve's he, the older brother. He never had. Yeah, and he's Dustin is the snarky just like i love you know mm-hmm. the snarky smart ass not putting up with your shit but also yep. like okay guys <laughs> but he's so sweet too like that's what i love about dustin like he's got this girlfriend and she calls him dusty bun and he's not even embarrassed about it and then he's like singing the never-ending story like you know i mean he's like yeah don't make me do it whatever but also <laughs> he doesn't really care you know oh, he dustin had a blast just he he goes to that school dance and he's going up to every single girl and you know that he dances with Nancy but it's just he puts himself out there in a way that I think a lot of people don't and that's why I like him so much. Yeah. I I love that we got to go physically see Susie this season and I was also so sad Dusty Buns wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. They're real cute. I like that she helps them. Um yeah, their bromance is just the cutest thing ever. Um, and of course, I love when he he's like, she's our friend and she's crazy. <laughs> wow, we all have the same number two. That's impressive. Nice. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. 
two of us are synced up for number one. Yeah. Well, mine was Hopper, you know. So oh, yeah. I guess let's let's talk about Erica. Oh, God, Erica. She is the fucking best. You mean uh-huh. Princess Applejack? <laughs> yes. Um, I fucking love her so much. Yes. I, I started screaming at the TV as soon as Dustin was like, well, maybe we shouldn't be looking in high school. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like you can't spell America without Erica. <laughs> uh, she needs yeah. so much more screen time than she gets. Oh, she does. She really she does. does. She she is not given enough credit for her, uh, her abilities to yes. steal the scene. Like I mean, she's so good, and I love that she like is not afraid to call you out right in front of the grown people. Like right. Like, yep. No, really? Is that where you are? Is that also, where he said he is? Also, they th- well, she's not even scared to talk to the crazy, like the bad people. Mm-mm. I mean, it, not that Murray is bad, but she doesn't know him from anybody, and she's just like, "Oh, you bald bitch or whatever, or bastard, whatever she says." Like she just doesn't care. Oh, she's so great. Love her. Yeah. I knew you would have to have her. And I told Abby, I was like, Erica's going to be on my list. And she's like, really? And I'm like, you don't appreciate Erica enough. <laughs> yeah. Erica's the yeah. best. Yeah. Love the love. She's like, so awesome. Like, like they're like, she's like tied with Steve just in different ways. It's like, they're both number one, but. <sighs> she is the friend. I think if you were a person who was bullied or was trying to conform or whatever, she's the friend you would want to have. Mm-hmm. Like if we could see next season, cause they're going to do a time jump because the kids have yeah. aged so much. So I'm hoping we could see more of Erica and maybe see her in high school and like her, her social dynamic in school. Cause that's the one thing we haven't got from her. Exactly. And I, I just like, she's the friend I wish I would have had. Like she's amazing. Also, I think they do some Hollywood magic because I think I saw some behind the scenes pictures and she looks like she's like the same height as all of them, but she looks shorter when they are in the show. No. Oh, maybe. Maybe, or maybe it was just the way they were sitting or something, but. <laughs> I mean, you realize all of these kids are like, okay, uh, Joe Curie is like 30. Yeah. Like 29 or 30. Yeah, Steve um, is 30. <laughs> yeah. You guys gotta, you guys gotta watch. You guys got to watch Spree, where he's a like serial killer <laughs> driving an Ooh. Uber. It's great. And yeah. like Millie Bobby Brown's like eighteen. You know, yeah. Finn is I think eighteen or nineteen. Like they're all, you know, older. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah. So yeah, we had a lot of overlap. Um, I'm kind of surprised since I went like off the normal. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of surprised but also everybody else is so seasoned in i'm kind of surprised nobody did christy stop this i don't like this christy <laughs> stop this. yeah so eddie is if they kill eddie off i'm oh, gonna no. kill somebody uh, we Eddie's all uh, gotta stay he i is... love eddie and i love argyle i yes. know argyle is kind of like it's like they took keith and like made him be argyle <laughs> you know what i mean like same they're very similar. yeah keith and argyle are very similar 
with Abby is obsessed with Argyle. That's like I, one of her favorite characters. She loves him. He's so great. You want to hate him because he's just the stereotypical stoner that you just usually hate, but he does it he's so well. I haven't seen like he, that, so I don't. I, oh. I know. I know what you're talking about. All right. Well, he's the Spicoli, and you need to go watch that movie. Yeah, I've heard the. I've I've heard the evening at the movies chink episode yeah <laughs> yeah you need to see fast times at ridgemont high because yeah the first the first scene or the first episode with argyle is like oh he's like spicoli but you know yeah. he's a little cuter and sweeter but um yeah i also need to see i also really need to see galaxy quest there's there's a bunch of like classics yes. i need to see oh I'm not excited about Jonathan's character arc. The whole stoner thing. I'm not oh, like. Well, Jonathan had just had a bad start. Like you just look at the first scenes he's in. Yeah. It's like, like. <laughs> yeah, I've never really been too big on Jonathan. I'm glad that Nancy's going the Steve route. It's like. I mean, that's the thing about Steve. His love for Nancy is so just pure. Mm-hmm. Like. Even though they start off a little like, you know, because he's still the cool kid and whatever. I mean, like he goes and cleans up that graffiti that other people yep. did. And he, you know, like I said, uh, it turns out I'm a bad boyfriend, but I'm a good babysitter. And like he just, you see him making, like Nancy doesn't deserve him. Sorry, but she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But I do hope they get back together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Jonathan. I've not really ever been. No, me either. Him, but, eh. I did like him because I feel like he was like the bullied nerdy kid, but also taking pictures of Nancy like that was really creepy. Like, are we yeah. just going to go past that? Like it wasn't no, creepy. We're not going to go past that. <laughs> no, 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 you just, you just go past it and then you date him. That's yeah, how you exactly. go past it. But in the eighties, girls probably thought that was oh that means he really likes me because that's how we were fucking raised the boy pulls your hair on the playground that means he likes you no it means he's a dick like, <laughs> no thing uh, kevin do you have any honorable mentions that we haven't already talked about well like i said eddie yeah, like he was like yeah. an instant if he would have been in season three he probably would have made at least one of our list if we had another season to live with him mm-hmm. like the only reason he made none of our lists is just because he's, he's only been in one season new. so far yeah. but he is an instant just yes yeah but also i love him it's a good thing uh Casey's not here because of my other honorable honorable mention that was an instant honorable mention and that's victor creel <laughs> Just because it's Robert yeah. Englund, Englund, yeah. Like we got Freddy Krueger in Stranger Things. Come on, well, that yeah. was very cool. I will say. I didn't even and, know it was until I saw it afterwards when I saw like posts on Facebook talking about him. Like, oh, I didn't even recognize him. Wow, really? I recognized him, but I it's, be- I, it's because I, I haven't I, seen I those movies in so well, long. But... I haven't seen those movies yeah. in so long, so he's not like that embedded in my memory. I haven't seen a Freddy movie since I was young. A lot of people said that, though, Kevin. A lot of people said they yeah. didn't recognize him, so that's not. Well, he's also not in Freddy makeup and everything. Oh, exactly. Okay, Gene. Honorable mentions. Um, I have Karen Wheeler. Mm-hmm. that's an honorable mention because she is like your 
stereotypical 80s mom. Oh, uh-huh. You should have said her and the husband, like both of those. Yes. Like yeah. my, me, the dad. As soon as you said that, I thought about the dad and I'm like, oh my God. Like He is so just annoyed with those kids. And they have no idea where their kids are. They don't give a shit. That's They're the fine. 80s though. It's fine. I mean, no they hit a girl deal. in their basement. That's the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that, but that's why I love them so much is because they're so just like <laughs> our parents were. <laughs> like just yes. be home before the streetlight comes on. Yeah. Oh, they must be at so-and-so's house if they're yeah. not here. You know, they just didn't really worry. Even when they needed to worry, they did yeah, not they didn't. have the level of worry that is necessary. <laughs> like well, like when I would spend an entire day in my room, my parents didn't care. They did whatever they wanted. They watched what they wanted. Now, if I, if Abby spends the entire day in her room, I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, I yeah. spent 98% of my time at home in my bedroom. Yeah. I don't. When I wasn't home. So I ask Carter. I mean, I know if Carter's up in his room, he's on his Xbox, you know, so he's not in the shower with a Ziploc baggie. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, good. I was going to say Max would have been my number five if uh, I didn't put uh, L in there because of the, like, it was between those two. So she was my, another yeah. honorable mention. But also yeah. uh, Bob, because Bob. 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 Yeah. And like, obviously, uh, uh, Joyce, too, just because it's Winona Ryder. You got it. Got it. You can't have a podcast without talking about Winona at least a little. <laughs> Well, I was going to say Joyce is like my number one honorable mention. I mean, the links that she went to and how crazy she looked and everybody just thought she was insane. And she was like, no, I know my son's out there. I know he's talking to me. Like, you think she's crazy, but she's not. But the whole persona of her looking crazy will not being crazy is so fucking good. Like the gloves in the new season, season four, where she's just like, and it's just like she looks so crazy and this is amazing i love it mommy what's up with the neighbors let's just go inside let's just go inside i feel like this is the most winona role that she could ever have like i feel like and i know that they did kind of write it for her but it's just perfect for her it's so great and she's that great single mom busting her ass for her kids and she's still that 80s mom where she doesn't know where her kids are all the time but she tries really hard like in my opinion she's a way better mom than like mrs wheeler not in a bad way but she's just like she will die for her kids and she almost does she will go to russia for her man right if her and hopper don't fucking get married i swear to god oh as soon as as soon as that music started as soon as that music started in that in the prison, I was like, "Oh, my heart!" <laughs> They're in yes. the same room again. Yay! <laughs> yeah, for real. They better uh, put them together. <laughs> they better. Um. So yeah, I would say uh, Joyce was my number one honorable mention. Um. And then besides who we've talked about already, I I may get some hate for this, but I really like Nancy. She's made some poor decisions, but she is also kind of not a shit taker. Like when she goes to that newspaper job and they're just treating her like this little girl, get my coffee. You don't know what you're talking about. She's like, fuck you guys. And she goes and researches shit and does this shit for herself. And, you know, I just, I appreciate her, her gumption. And 
you know, she could have easily just not paid attention to any of this. She had been like, oh, Barb ran away. Or, you know, that lady has rats in her house. Well, she's a gross old lady. Or, you know, my brother's insane. Like, she could have just not paid attention to any of it. But she is the epitome of a journalist. And I like it. So. I'm not an anti fan. Yeah. She's not one of my favorite, but she's still good. Like, all the characters are good in their own ways. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Yeah. She still doesn't deserve Steve, but (laughs) I think she's, I think she's an important 80s type character of, she's like the working girl character, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Well, yay. We had a lot in common. This was fun. And oh my God, I can't wait for the ending. I'm scared, but. Oh, I know. I'm so glad that they left us with a plot reveal instead of a cliffhanger. It like everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, I can't wait till the first. I can't wait till the first. I've just been sitting here like, oh my god, I'm so glad they gave us a bunch of really good content and didn't leave us with the yes. fucking like, I need it now, I need it now, I need it now, I need it now. Can well, you I need to know if Steve's if, okay. <laughs> can you imagine if they would have left us not knowing the well, Mac situation? Oh, I would kill oh, someone. Yeah, yeah. If that le- got left as a cliffhanger, or if we got left with Steve just getting sucked into the upside down as a yeah. cliffhanger, that would have been awful. <laughs> Or when, if we got left with them, like, re-snatching up Hopper. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so upset when that happened. I, like, we all did. <laughs> we all screamed at the TV when that happened. I did. so many moments that they could have just been like, oh, that's no, it. The, yep, but they're just like, hey. The other honorable mention that I didn't get to mention is 001, Vecna, Henry Creel, like, that's how they end it with just a plot reveal. It's like, oh, thank you. And an awesome so, plot reveal. Did any so did I, anybody else think that that guy was number one? Yes. So I thought he was number one. I did not think he was Vecna. I did not That's either. the big reveal. That's the big reveal. Yeah. But I did like when he was like, I spend a lot of time with number one. I was like, this motherfucker yeah, is him. One. I feel like a dumbass for not catching it, but the the big reveal is the whole Vecna thing. As soon as you see like L like shoving him into the wall, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, he's fat. Oh shit. Yeah. You know what drove me crazy for the first two episodes, and I finally had to Google it because I couldn't put it together was where the fuck do I know that guy from? It was Are Twilight. I couldn't remember it. I had to Google it. I was like, Twilight, thank you. He was oh, captured. He was so- he was on tw- in Twilight, and he was also he played um, Grindelwald in one of the Harry Potter like a memory flashback. Yeah, I... uh, he was a young Grindelwald. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, his face is so like pretty but creepy. Oh, the and instant he like... the instant he was on the screen, like I was just like, oh, he's creepy. Like, yeah, <laughs> hi. <laughs> No, I definitely knew immediately that he was probably number one, but I did the Vecna thing. I didn't connect until right before, right when they revealed it. Mm-hmm. And George did though. He was like, he's probably the the guy. And I was like, uh. yeah, that was a good, a good, it was. we forgot to do a, um, 
spoiler alert. So she does have a spoiler alert. You should put an extra spoiler alert because you have that in your your nerd house. But right before, after that, you should be like, okay, extra alert. Like there is some major season four spoilers in this episode. Extra spoiler alert. No, I put one on a disclaimer at the beginning now because of that. But yes, I will do it. Actually, right before we started, I thought about doing that again. If if we spoil that for people, that's going to suck. Right? Like me? tossed out some pretty decent spoilers in this yeah. entire episode so yeah. hopefully and i would hashtag spoilers with like if you are not caught up to the last available yes. episode of season do not listen don't listen to this like don't do it you know what's interesting to me too is the other thing that i thought and i don't know if you guys did um abby and i were talking about this because she had kind of watched ahead when they show in the first episode, they make you think that Eleven killed all these kids. And oh, I was I, like, there's no way Eleven did that. And Abby's like, well, I don't, I, I think she probably did because she was trying to throw me off. And I wholeheartedly the entire time believed Eleven didn't do that. So I yeah. was very glad that I was right. <laughs> oh, me too. That was so hard to see. Like, I was so glad that they like that, that reveal that it was actually Vecna was, oh, yeah. So satisfying. The roller skate thing fits right into it. You think she can't control her rage, her power, or whatever. And they give you that with the real life, you know, roller skate to the face. And I was still like, no, Eleven didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, this has been fun. I think we're gonna do, I think we gotta do the office soon, but are, are we going to do Jim and Dwight pranks or do we want to do favorite episodes or I mean, those think, could be Ed? multiple episodes. I've always wanted to do Jim and Dwight pranks. That's my like 25 been... office episodes, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm also down okay. for any like parks and rec, like pretty much any of those Mike sure Mike or Mike sure Greg Daniel shows. I still haven't yeah. watched Brooklyn nine, nine. That's, that's on my list. <gasps> to watch. It's Mike sure. And it's got Terry Crews in it. I got to see it. Bro, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, it's legit. It's very, very funny. Um, It's one of my favorite shows, actually. And then, yeah, The Office, I think we could just do Jim and Dwight pranks. Um, I have so many in my head, just like right now, there's so many good ones. But I know, I'm binging the show, and I'm in like season six or whatever, and there's such a hiatus of pranks for a while. There's like no yeah. pranks in these middle episodes. It's because Jim's too, he's like, oh, I can't do this stuff anymore. I'm Oh, yeah. He's raising a kid. He's got, he's, all of his energy is going into kid right now. And he's so manager. So, yeah. Well, there's that. He's not manager right now. I'm past that. Have you gotten to Dwight Christmas yet? Dwight Christmas. I can't remember what season that is. I don't think I've made it to Dwight Christmas. Okay. If, if you haven't, then if you don't know, then you haven't. Well, I've watched it. I've watched it all. Like, I binged it all years ago. (laughs) What? I deem you impish. <laughs> impish or admirable. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll be a good one. I, I don't want to say my favorite, but I'm picturing it in my head right now, and it's so good. Favorite what? Uh, Jim and Dwight prank. My favorite one isn't like one that would probably make most people's lists as a prank. I feel like my number one would not end up being on anybody else's list. <clears throat> Interesting. I like it. Now I want to know what it is. We'll have to do that soon. Um, I do have coming up this next week, top five um, LGBTQ movie, like not characters, but like storylines, movies that are 
mostly into with that community um for pride month Woo! and then top five zombie movies and what else do i have i don't know i have a pretty packed schedule like the next two weeks so i'm trying to kind of like have some stuff backed up and then just be able to throw it out there you should so. go back in time and get me on the netflix episode so i could tie up with jeremy i know we we had a miscommunication on there so it turned out fine but i i didn't realize what he was doing he didn't realize what i was doing he said sitcoms and i didn't pick up on that so i picked a lot of dramatic stuff sitcoms could have gone a different way but it was still a good show lots of oh it was great i, I don't think we had any in common but hey why not I would. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. I should just let you guys talk next time. <laughs> no, I'm just. It was just fun listening because I was like, "Oh, he's saying all the all the Netflix adult animation, and it's all great." He gave me a lot of stuff to watch. I will say, like, um, I can't remember the name of it, but the one with Nick Kroll. I'm like, I have well, to watch that. Big Mouth. And, and as I said, he voices ninety percent of the cast, and they're all so freaking good. Like, like, fucking. I can't like I can't do any voicing right now, but like he is the, so funny. Like oh, you should, like, the league is one of my favorite shows. But he that's also just his humor. Like this show is a huge showcase of his voice acting abilities because he voices like so many characters and they're all different and so funny. Yeah. Like you just want to hear him talk and like when you see videos of him doing the characters, it's so great. <laughs> And as Jeremy said, the show is also awkward because of the context of the context of the show, the content. Yeah. But it's also just so great, so funny. I need to go check it out. I I wrote everything down as he was saying it, the ones that I wanted to watch. So. Oh, also, Big Mouth is the name of the show. If anybody who is listening doesn't oh, yeah. know what we were talking about. <laughs> and if you don't know Nick Kroll, you do. You just don't know who he is. Just exactly. Google him, you'll know who he is. Exactly. He's one of those people you know, but you don't know their name. Hmm. Like uh, Jason Mendezuka, whatever his name is, the really frizzy haired guy who, he's the pillow fucker in Big Mouth. <laughs> you don't know what oh, I'm I talking about. I haven't seen about. Big Mouth yet. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he's in so much show. He's in the show Housebroken. Pillow fucker though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bear fucker. Throwing <laughs> a super trooper. Excuse me, Mister. <laughs> Bear, bear fucker. <laughs> Do you need assistance? <laughs> God, I love Super Troopers. Um, I do have an episode coming up, hopefully in the next month or two, that's going to be top five Super Troopers moments. So, snozberries. Snozberries um, <laughs> taste like snozberries. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a good night. Have a good weekend. Um, and thanks for being here. And to everybody else, especially today when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Please see the show notes for links to many different resources where you can get both education and also help others in need. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. There are many things you can do to help. You can donate to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortions.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help and you want to get more involved, 
There are many different resources, which again will be shared in the show notes. One is Shout Your Abortion, which is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you again to speak up, take care, and spread the word and help fight against this unlawful and unjust decision. Thank you.